The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here, one for, Mo one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, Tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. This uh, weekend is the second homily of a new message series for Lent that I'm calling Repent. Uh, if you missed last weekend's homily, you can find it at chathamcatholic.ca. Take a look and again, if you're having trouble sleeping, go to that site again, click the homily, and I'll bring you into a peaceful rest in the evening. Uh, but it's quite fitting that, of course, on Ash Wednesday, in our celebrations, we were marked with the cross on our foreheads and the words were repent and believe in the gospel and we know that this season is a season of turning away from sin and kind of turning back to faith getting back on track but i want to look i think the word repent means so much more uh, than just turning away from sin and i want to i've been defining this word repent this way to rearrange your entire way of thinking, feeling, and being in order to embrace God's path for us. So Lent is not just about giving up those chocolates or uh, Tim Horton's coffee, which by the way, the Rim to Win starts this week again. Quite appropriate, challenging us in Lent. Those are nice things and it's not just enough in Lent to go to the Sacrament of Reconciliation, although great, be getting the forgiveness of sins, but Lent really calls us to a repentance that transforms our lives, that rearranges things, turns things back right side up to place Christ at the heart of our lives, but to help us become Christ, because that's the fullness of our lives. Lent is not a season of kind of self-help for us, 
to be okay. Lent is a wake-up call to re-embrace a life of mission, a life of proclaiming the good news, and a life of service. And so last week we heard in the gospel uh, Jesus going out for 40 days, 40 nights into the desert to focus his efforts on the mission of building the kingdom, preparing himself to lay down his life on the cross. And of course, he was tempted in the desert. And those temptations, and especially his responses, can help us in our Lenten journey to truly repent, to truly transform our lives, a very early spring cleaning of our hearts, our souls, the things that we say and the things that we do. And I invite you to take a look, if you missed it, the homily last week or listen to it as well. Uh, during this season and some of the realities that we can, uh, that help us in our family of parishes are with some of the programs and events that we have. On Friday nights, we have a Living Mercy series that we also live stream. And this past Friday night, the weather was very challenging. But in our family of parishes, we have these opportunities to embrace repentance, embrace conversion, embrace renewal. And we're looking at a beautiful series of reflections from Pope Francis during the Jubilee Year of Mercy to see how we're called to live our lives, what the change and transformation is supposed to happen. So if you can't come to Blessed Sacrament for Mass, the reflection, and then the way of the cross, you can watch the reflections online. Father Robert was on this past weekend. You might not see this very well, but we have the list of opportunities for the Sacrament of Reconciliation, or another word for it is Sacrament of Peace. And it's a beautiful way to recognize and acknowledge what the sacrament does for us. It is important for us to get to that sacrament of peace because Christ gives us peace in our hearts when we seek forgiveness. And what a powerful way to restore us on this pathway of discipleship and of mission. So there's lots of opportunities and at the end of March, we're having a big communal penance service here at uh, St. Joseph's on uh, Sunday afternoon. I think it's the 26th of March, last Sunday, as we pray together an opportunity to seek forgiveness and to also be inspired by God's grace to be proclaimers of the good news. Here too, the list of the opportunities in our family parishes to walk the way of the cross. What a beautiful way to acknowledge and recognize how Jesus loved us so much he suffered and died for us, but also how we're called to sacrifice and serve those around us. Tuesday mornings at St. Ursula's, we're having a little four-part series. It started last Tuesday called A Lent to Remember. We're using formed.org, which is our kind of Catholic Netflix site, to reflect on Lent, to reflect on the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and to see how that we can apply that. So Tuesday mornings from 10 to 11.30. If you missed last week, you can still come this week. By the way, it's free. Isn't that awesome? Uh, also, we have about six or seven Lenten bags left at the back here at St. Joseph's. So we've done our Lenten bag series and we've had 500 Lenten bags that we have asked parishioners to take and bring to uh, someone who can't get to church 
someone who maybe you think that could just use the different materials and an invitation to celebrate Easter with us. And there's different ways of doing it. You can take it and kind of give it to someone you know, maybe a neighbor. Or if you don't know, it, the bag has a nice hook on it. You go to a house, put it on the door handle, ring the doorbell, and run. Okay. Also, uh, we've introduced at the beginning of Lent, our focus and our vision moving forward uh, ignite the mission in which we're looking to reorganize our family of parishes so that we can, in a much better way, in a new world we are in today, to serve, to reach out. And so there's a, a document uh, that is available by the entrances of all our churches called Apostles for a New Era. And it is a very important opportunity to take a look at where we are, where the Lord calls us, how we're going to move forward, an opportunity for us to realign ourselves with the good news of the gospel. So today we experience, and we heard in the gospel on this second Sunday of Lent, the transfiguration. And we heard in the gospel, and he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun. If we're going to transform our lives, if we're going to be renewed and strengthened, if we're going to become those disciples, we need to encounter Jesus in a powerful way, like Peter, James, and John did on that mountaintop. We do that as we gather here on this spiritual mountaintop, not to listen to a, just a very long homily. Ah, ah, some, one, one person laughed. But to encounter Jesus. Not just to drop your collection off, but to truly try and experience an encounter of the Lord in our hearts and to see him for who he is as the Son of God, our Messiah. This experience on the Transfiguration is another epiphany moment. You know, the three wise men at Christmas, the Feast of the Epiphany. The Baptism of the Lord is another epiphany or revelation moment. And the Transfiguration is a third one in which we clearly see Jesus as Lord and Master. And so our prayer is important that beginning this weekend, after the prayer, after communion, we're gonna be praying our Ignite the Mission prayer, which you'll find on the screens, uh, on the side aisles here at St. Joe's so far, there's prayer cards, because we're gonna be asking the Lord to pray for us in our time of uh, discernment and decision. Because for us, as we take this Lent on, for us, it's going to be truly a time of conversion, of repentance, of renewal, to be able to move forward. And in prayer, we encounter the Lord. Also in the gospel, we heard kind of Peter say, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwelling places here. We have to have the ability and the opportunity to recognize grace. Peter sees Jesus, Moses, and Elijah in their glory and he, he knew and Peter, James and John knew who they were and they have a conversation, Jesus, Moses and Elijah. And I think Moses and Elijah were encouraging Jesus as he sees Jerusalem in the distance and the cross. 
and how he's called to lay down his life for our salvation. It is good to pitch a tent or a dwelling place to be with the Lord on this mountaintop as we are this morning. In that, in our Ignite the Mission moving forward, on Monday night is our first of our seven sharing sessions in which we're going to reflect on where God is calling us, to reflect on how we can be the missionaries that the Lord calls us to be. So I do invite you to come to those sessions that you're able to, so that we can pray, we can share, and we can have the Holy Spirit and God's grace work through us. And then finally in the gospel, we hear the voice of God saying, this is my son, the beloved. With him, I am well pleased. Listen to him. So as we experience the gift of our Lenten journey of this call to repentance, to our discernment in Ignite the Mission, we hear the voice of God collectively through us. There's a point where we must follow, right? Peter, James, and John had to descend from the mountain and then help build the kingdom. Well, we too need to continue to work on that and work together as our five churches, as one family, to help be that shining light in our world today. And so in those sharing sessions, there's going to be feedback forms, and there's going to be, starting this coming week, feedback forms available at all the churches to seek your feedback, to seek your insight, to seek your wisdom, to seek your advice. So that pastoral council and finance committee, the pastoral team, and eventually Bishop Fabro is informed about where we need to go and it helps him making the decisions as we move forward as a family of parishes. Not for survival, but to thrive and grow. Not to hang on to what we have, but to find out where God is calling us because as I conclude, we heard in the first greeting, the call of Abraham, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. We need to, as a family of parishes, move from maintenance to mission. Abraham and Sarah left everything that they knew, everything that they had, and followed the Lord to where he was calling them for his will, for God's mission. Well, we too, in our discernment, in our prayer, and we're not, the only, we're not the only family of parishes going through this, that we need to follow where the Lord calls, even if it means letting go of everything that we have and everything that we are to trust in the Lord. And we will do that together. So as we continue in our mass, Lent is more than just turning away from sin, but to truly repent is to rearrange your entire way of thinking, feeling, and being in order to embrace God's path for us. And that's not just a personal or in our personal lives, but for us as a family of parishes, for us as a church in this world that needs to see Christ.